Welcome back to the Expresso Boys podcast. I'm your host and your cute boy Expresso Boy, Caleb Tegler. And I am your host too. Uh, I'm your host too. Kinda. I'm your host too. And I'm your bad boy Expresso. And I'm also or, here. Excuse me. I'm your dad boy Expresso Ooh, that's boy. That's what I like. Say it one more time. Oh, I'm your dad boy Expresso Boy. And can you let us know? The gender? Yeah. Because I'll tell you what? Oh. Because by the time this goes out, it will already be public. Although you have not had the gender reveal party That's yet. That's true. Uh, yeah. You know what? I will because we're going to publish or post this on a, a Monday. Drum roll, please. Carlos, please put it in there and post, please. Your boy's having himself a girl. And that feels good. Wow. Lucille Lennox Holly is going to be uh, the first baby baby girl espresso boy. Congratulations. That's just a working title. We'll, we'll get her on. Yeah. First thing. <laughs> first thing. Uh, what are we talking about today? Today we got a lot. We got a lot of fun stuff to get to. Um, I'm going to hit you with a couple names. Let me know if you heard of them. Chris Brown. Ugh. Heard of him. Dave Chappelle. Beat him. Michael Jackson. Yeah. Uh, none of them are going to be on the show, but we're going to be talking about all of them. Okay. Let's well, dive maybe, in. Maybe they will be on the show. This week's episode is brought to you in part by Squarespace. <laughs> it felt good. One day. Sorry. It felt really good. I was good. just practicing. <laughs> it felt really good. I like thank that. Thank you. Thank you. That's good practice. There was like a fleeting moment for just half a second where I'm like, holy moly, did we do it? Like, did we actually get (laughs) a sponsor? (laughs) Go to squarespace.com forward slash the express uh, forward slash the espresso boys to get 9% off. Um, I will have you, I have you know that uh, we are working for some sort of sponsorship. Yeah, we're working hard. I mean, we're hardly working. So here's what actually, uh, viewers and listeners, here's what we could really, um, here's where you can come into play for this one. Tell everyone you know about our podcast, please. <laughs> please, please. I don't want to sound desperate at all. I don't want to sound desperate. Please, 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 please tell everyone about this podcast. Because here's the thing about, here's the thing that I've learned about podcasts and sponsorships. People don't want to sponsor podcasts that don't get a lot of viewers. And, and not to say we don't. And I, I would never say that. Let's, we will say we're having a little trouble. <laughs> we're not, we may say, or not. We're having a little trouble breaking over the uh, the normal threshold. Yeah, there, so. and we don't want to throw out any numbers because we don't want to. But it's around two hundred. We're gentlemen. We, love we're gentlemen. <laughs> we don't. We don't kiss and tell. <laughs> we don't post and tell. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Um, I called you today. Yeah. During my thirty minute lunch at work. Because I... That's a California-mandated 30-minute lunch. Caleb, yes. did you take that 30 full minutes? Yes. Okay. I did. 30? Did you set a timer? How did I you did. do this? I did. I set a timer. Good for you. Clock out, set a timer. As soon as it goes off, clock in. That's it. Easy as that. So during my 10-minute, my first 10-minute break at work, I was on scrolling the YouTube, okay. as I do, yep. and I saw that uh, Chris Brown, the terrible trash garbage person who likes to beat up multiple women, including... Rihanna? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also worth noting that this isn't just woman. It's women. Women and some men, I believe. I oh. believe he's punched some men. Oh, gosh. Um, he Equality. came out with a new song. And I didn't watch or click on it because I did not want to support this terrible trash garbage human. That's fair. Um, but I did screenshot the thumbnail of it and I posted it on Twitter and said, I hate that people still support Chris Brown because... This video that has been posted for less than 24 hours already has like millions of views. Sure. He's Chris Brown. He's Chris Brown. And of course he could dance. Yeah, oh, he's he could a, dance really well. He's a well. smooth dancer. Um, but, you know, he also beats up women. Yeah. So it's life's a give and take, I guess. But I tweeted that and then didn't think much of it because, believe it or not, I don't get that much traction on Twitter. Except for the one time I got over a thousand likes. But Brandon's not bitter. <sighs> I can't compete. Um... And so I went, I, my lunch or my 10 minute break was over. I worked for a few hours and I went on my 30 minute lunch mandated by California. Mandated by California, 30 minute lunch. That's right. Um, and I noticed I had a cool, and I don't want to brag, 25 notifications on Twitter. That's, and that's something you don't, that's something I personally do not yeah, see yeah, yeah. often. I, I don't mean to cut in, but I'm going to cut in. Yeah. The, uh, so last night I post a picture of, uh, and this is just, 
free candy kind of thing. Uh, post a picture of um, the Get Good by Ninja book on oh, I saw that, Twitter yeah. and tagged tw- uh, Ninja and Jessica Blevins, his wife. And he's, she's Jessica specifically has been retweeting all these posts. So I'm like, this is easy. It's, yeah. it's, I'm not excited about it kind of thing. But then I woke up this morning and it was like, and again, 20 something notifications. Felt I'm like, good. It, it was good. It was good. But We're at really this point, famous. But at this point, I was like, I kind of knew this was going to happen. It wasn't anything crazy. But yeah. for your circumstance. Mine was a little bit of a surprise. A little bit of a surprise. So I, I go to Twitter. I open up the app. I look at my notifications and I have, a, I don't know, eight or nine replies to my tweet from people that I have no idea who they are. Yeah. Um, I'll read a few of them. Please do. One reply says, Stay mad with a bunch of clown faces. You know, they're clowning on me or whatever. They said LMAO pressed AF with some uh, gifs. There's another one that says, imagine caring enough to tweet this. Oh my gosh. Uh, and then there's a bunch that are just gifs, which is odd that every, they responded like with similar things. And so I thought, how did they find this? Sure. Because I didn't tag Chris Brown. Yeah. I didn't have any hashtags. Yep. And that's an important thing. So I, I click on all these profiles and some of them had, uh, some were like a hundred followers. There was one that had 300, one had a little over a thousand. So I'm like, maybe these are real. Um, but then as I scrolled through their pages, it was exclusively Chris Brown tweets. All of them had a Chris Brown, literally every single one had a Chris Brown music video pinned to the top of their Twitter. So I'm like, something's going on here. Yeah. Did a little research and... I believe, and I don't know if Chris Brown himself did it, if it was some kind of management agency advertising thing that did it for him, but I believe Chris Brown has bots in place yeah. to try to like show that his fan base is out there because these are obviously fake accounts. Sure. I didn't have any hashtags, which is the weird thing because normally if you put hashtags and stuff, yeah, it'll that's draw when, more attention. That's when all like the, the fake accounts and bots and stuff will find you. Right. But it's weird that I didn't. So Chris Brown's putting some work with this one. So Bailey just sent us this review from Rolling Stones um, in this article of uh, timeline of Chris Brown's history of violence towards women. So 2009, the infamous Rihanna abuse, right? Yeah. Uh, 2011, Robin Roberts interview. Uh, two years after being charged with battery, Chris Brown sat down with Robert, uh, Robin Roberts for an interview on Good Morning America. When the host asked Chris Brown about the domestic abuse case, the singer reportedly stormed off the set and he had broken a window in the dressing room. Uh, February 12th, uh, sorry, February of 2012, phone robbery. Uh, June of 2013, a club shove. I don't want to dive, I take too long, but I'm assuming he, he shoved someone in the club, which makes sense. 2015, bus assault. 2016, Las Vegas face punch. Mm. Uh, and 2016, a manager attack. 2016, gun threat. So here's the thing. It's not a surprise to me that this dude is violent. Yeah. I'm not surprised by it. What I'm surprised by is that in this world, Caleb, Mm -hmm. in this world of political correctness, and this dude is as violent as he is and has as many accusations against him for beating women. Not accusations. These are like facts. This is what happened. For beating women, he is still popping off. And here's, I don't know if we can compare. I think we can compare the two. Maybe somebody would disagree. But uh, if you look at somebody like Louis C.K. Sure. Who, for those of you that don't know, he, uh, how do I say this politely? He touched his willy. Uh, Mostly. uh, I think it was actually all consensually somewhat. Well, and that's where it's a little. From what gray. I understand, yeah, that's a gray area. But there was like obviously a weird like he power did some thing. Weird things. Yeah, and I'm not. I'm not saying he was in the clear sure. exactly. Sure. But what I'm saying is like to look at what he did and how ostracized. Like literally, yeah. he's done. His yeah. career is over. Oh no, yeah, you're not, what you can you don't you. Patton Oswalt replaced him in the Secret Life of Pets too. <laughs> is that real? I just Bailey told me that yesterday. Oh, I found buddy. that out. <laughs> that's how you know it's serious. That's how. When Pat Oswalt replaces is really getting yeah. on. They kept. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's that's the thing that's weird to me is just to see how uh, hypocritical, perhaps, yeah. is the right word. I, dude, I know I don't get it. Listen, I don't have as much vendetta as you do towards Chris Brown. I don't. Yeah. I just don't follow oh, I it. Tweet. 
but you're passionate about it. And that's what I love. Oh, about it gets you. me heated. Um, but then if you just break down the cultural context of what's actually taking place again, I say this again so that everyone, every 200 of our listeners, and then, you know, maybe, well, maybe we don't, more, need to, we don't need to put out numbers. Maybe, maybe more we than really 200 because at numbers. this point, at this episode, maybe you, 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 you and all your close friends suggest this podcast to other your close friends. He is in this world, in this world of PC, Caleb. Yeah. How is he getting away with this? Well, have you seen him dance? Brandon? Oh, he's a smooth dancer. Okay, never oh, mind. Oh, he's so smooth. Oh, he's a smooth if, dancer. If Louis C.K. could dance, it would be a different story. <laughs> <laughs> if this boy could Okay, why aren't we his... Why aren't, we need to be Louis C.K.'s manager. Listen, yeah. bud, we're going to send you to a few, just a few dancing classes. Again, yeah. It's going to put your Wednesday in a loop. I'll be honest with you. It's going to be a busy Wednesday. It's going to be a firm, busy Wednesday. For nine Wednesdays in a row. But I tell you what's going to happen. After we get you to do just the cha-cha slide and the moonwalk, bud. Right hand, left stop. You're in it. You're mm-hmm. back in it. Full swing. No. That's what... The, Chris Brown can hit women in the mouth mm-hmm. and get away with it. Yeah. I don't... What are we doing? I don't get that. That blows my mind that this is the dude that everyone's like, no, have a little simp... Literally, at this point, Caleb, I'm assuming it is only because he can dance. Yeah. What? And he's got a nice voice. Two things. Is that what it takes? I guess. Maybe. All right. Here's a new Espresso Boys goal. We're going to start getting really good at singing and dancing, and then we're going to punch women. <laughs> see if see if we can get away with that. Is that? Uh, uh, here's the headline that, is that, that Bailey just sent to us. 50 Cent says, Chris Brown is the new king of pop better than Michael Jackson. Bro, and that's so crazy. Drake. Oh, boy. Drake. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Boy. Just a few months ago, did a, a feature with Chris Brown. And also, I believe Drake dated Rihanna, where they were together for a little bit. Isn't that like baby mama drama? Like, I don't know if that's no, baby mama not there? drama. Okay. But um, that's the thing. Is That's weird. It's like these big names. I believe Nicki Minaj has as well. Yeah. yeah. What? Is he just the best sale? Maybe like, oh gosh, dude, I don't know. He's got to be the best salesman ever. Just to be like, no, but the here, best management team. Okay. Ever. And That's, like, I'm not jumping into this topic just yet, but in Dave Chappelle's new standup, he says, um, I think he said he would categorize himself as the victim blamer. Is that what he said? But yeah. He was like, that was like a joke. Yeah. Yeah. As, oh, obviously as yeah. a joke, but this is like one of those moments where like, is Chris Brown that, that exact example of, but here's what she said. And everyone else is like, oh wow. Yeah. I guess you should have hit her in the mouth. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Is that just what's happening here? Because how many views does that video have that when you posted it? When I posted it, it was at 2.9, but I assume it's probably over 5,000 or 5 and million this at like this point. And like his new, new, song. new dance, dance boy, sing, sing boy kind of video. Yeah. And this is what the kids love these days. Kids love it. Dude, honestly, it's a weird, oh, I'm like, I honestly think that there is, well, here's what I know. Again, guys, listeners. Fans of the podcast, you know that me and Caleb are boys of the cloth. Uh, boys of the robe. Boys of the robe. Here's what I think. I think that this this frustration and this vendetta that we have, I'm not going to get weird about it, but here's what I know. There is a real sense of like value that we can see in other people. And, and I'll say this. You're not a TikTok boy. Listen, uh, we could talk about that in a minute. Okay. I, uh, yeah, let's talk about that in a minute. Okay. So you're not a TikTok boy, but there's yeah. this new thing going on with the old TikTok world where it's like, um, there's this song that they, so basically in TikTok, you can take these uh, sound bites in, um, and put them into your video. And there's this one song where it's like, Ninja, that's my type. And that's censored version. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my type. That's my type. Oh, and you're like, saying that. That's my type. That's my type. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And uh, that's the song where it says, and so like they'll have their little, their little words on the video. And then as soon as it says, that's my type, they'll, they'll hop in right underneath the word. And so for example, you see this, the, the common theme is that these little girls will have like in the caption, like in the words above their video saying like abusive, like emotionally abusive boys. And they'll hop in and be like, that's my type. That, mm-hmm. I'm like, is fun, this cute? It's a fun game. Is this cute? Yeah. Like, is this what we're doing now? Game. Like, what are we, what's going on? Like, every, like the, the boy that like flirts with other girls 
and gets mad that's at me type. when I have like when I have a relationship with my cousin. That's my type. That's my that, type. Wait, what? <laughs> that's cute. That's what we're doing now, huh? That's what like, are they called? E boys? Oh. Is that what the kids call them? I send those videos to Samantha. Yeah. Uh, all the cringy e boy videos, and I say every single time, I say, I think you might like this video. That's <laughs> <laughs> a good, but here's good the thing. Joke. So, this is like, th- is this the culture that we live in where we can say to our, like, do you not understand? And this is to all you, th- if any of you uh, uh, listeners out there are, are a part of that my type kind of crowd, do you not understand the value you got in yourself to where you're like, that that's okay for you because then i'm like do you love chris brown as well because <laughs> is that like the same world where it's like no maybe rihanna deserved to be hit in the mouth you know what i'm saying like maybe that's what happened. but dude i feel like it's a weird in this environment in this culture in this life that we're living and to for the people who can't get away with the stuff that they say on a stage in regards to comedy and again i'm not trying to just jump right to the next point but i think that we have a really good flow happening yeah with, let's just uh, this, go right into it but it's like the stuff that people get pissed off about in regards to uh, to what people say on the stage as a joke. Yeah. They like that. That's what's going to pull people into being like, for example, Kevin Hart, when he he said his tweets, his four tweets about how ten like years ago, 10 years ago about how his if his son exhibited any sort of homosexual behavior, then he was going to do X, Y and Z about it. And like. That was what made him lose his role in the uh, Oscars, yeah. right? Or uh, is it Academy Here's Awards? Oscars? Oscars. Anyways. But like at the same time, the people who are in up in arms about that exact moment are still saying, oh, the guy that beats me, ah, that's my type. That's cute. Huh? That's my <laughs> type. Right, guys? Because we're all doing that, right? I don't get it, man. Blows my mind. And so anyways, tying it back to Chris Brown. Uh, the boy's a trash bag. Yeah, trash But he boy. still gets three. He's still a billionaire because he can just get away. 68 yeah. million views. In one day. Oh, this sweet, sweet, sweet uh, woman beaten boy yeah. gets that. Uh, so uh, tying it back, I tried to, I, I made a post. Yeah, we did a little experiment. We did a little experiment. I, try, I made a post about Chris Brown on my my Twitter, Beat All Holly. Uh, you can follow it. It's great. Uh, nothing came of it. But I'm still very much convinced that this was like a like you you happen to be a randomly select, yeah. s- uh, selected person that the bots followed. I also I liked and all the tweets because I had to like them, you know. <laughs> you I didn't respond, to. but I liked them. And boy, I bet Chris Brown is turning his grave because little does he know we have 200 plus listeners on Just this don't podcast. Say our num- we have a, we have more like 10,000 of listeners on this podcast. Can I see their penis? Ooh, 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 can I see their penis? Ooh. Welcome to this week's edition of Weekly Wieners, the podcast within a podcast where we talk about all the wieners and slash or winners that we saw this week. Do you have anything, Brandon? Um, I don't have a specific wiener. I'll say that right now. And congratulations on that. Thank you. That is a feat. Yeah, I'll tell you all, that. Not all of us can say that. No. Um, I did have one individual that I saw actually today uh, when I was dropping Samantha off at her work. And um, he was very sporadic. Used a lot of caricature mm-hmm. gestures, if you will. Flipping off a lot of people. And then it brought us into the conversation of what does meth look like? So I think this guy, here's the thing. It was one guy and he kept on like, you know, you know that one video of the goth kids dancing under the bridge. Mm-hmm. I kind of felt like it was that moment for him, but he, instead of like just general dancing movements at the end of every single dance move that those goth kids had, yeah. just put up a middle finger towards the, the, world. the, the, the four people that were, were sitting at the liquor store. And that was what he was doing every single time. And then he'd like bounce back to the corner. At one point, Samantha said, oh, don't jump in front of the bus. And so he was moving. He was a busy boy. That's a fear of mine, honestly. Yeah. I never know. Every time I'm at Bart, I'm like, oh, I hope nobody jumps in front. Is that, that's real for me too, honestly. I think about it every every single time I think about it. I don't walk in front of people in front of the line because I'm like, you're going to push me. I think about that all the time. What if they just push me into this train and I (laughs) die right now? (laughs) Listen. 
I'm just trying to get the, to work. I trust the fine people of San Francisco, but I don't trust that their braking system be, is. You on go a to dime. Disneyland; they have a railing that opens up when the when it's time to yes. get in, and it closes <laughs> when you can't get out. And I'll tell you this much: they're not going as fast as the Bay Area Transit uh, Railroad, Railroad line, or whatever yeah. it is. Uh, yeah. So at this point, this guy was doing his uh, under the bridge middle finger gestures to the world, and. Uh, he, uh, again, Samantha at one point said, oh, don't jump in front of a bus. Um, that's good advice. That's good advice for anyone. And it just made me think about it. Like, ah, we've talked about this before. I'm just so fascinated by the idea of like, what gets you there? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what gets you there? I had a thought. There's this woman. I, I've talked about her before on the podcast. She's always out front, like near our apartment, just like walking back and forth between these two streets. Yeah. Um, obviously, is not all the way there. Sure. But I noticed on her like ankles, she has like some tattoos that are like normal looking tattoos and they're all like faded now. Yeah. But it made me think like, oh, you were like a normal person at some point. So what I don't know what happened between A and B, but I would like to know and I would like to help because I do feel bad. Right. Yeah. There's this one guy that that hangs around our neighborhood here and all I mean, I don't know. Is this is it? Am I am I just a. Am I rude for saying like he wears wears the same thing every day? Obviously he does, right? But like he wears the San Francisco Giants hat and he ha- has long hair. Mm-hmm. That's that's kind of the way that I know that this is the guy. Um, I believe you have long hair and also wear hats. Uh, just I'll uh, just uh, say that maybe uh, you're homeless. Oh, uh, uh. <laughs> but this dude is a nice guy. Like honest yeah. to God, I walk home from taking the twenty nine to Sunset, and I I take the bus there and I I drop I get dropped off at the same spot from Bart. And, um, I walk past this dude and like, honest to God, whenever I walk past this guy and he's with a group of people, I feel good. Like, I'm not yeah. worried about it. Like, yeah. I, I think this guy's a nice guy. Whenever I'm walking out of my house in the morning, he's like, Hey, have a good day. I'm like, Hey, thanks man. You too. And like, it is what it, but like, what? I don't know. I, I don't know. But yeah. What got you there? You know what I mean? There's this, uh, very sweet guy who I've talked to a couple of times. Um, he's obviously homeless very crazy okay but he's very nice as well um but like there's the first time i ever talked to him i was had to put more money on my clipper card for bart and so i was like adding some cash to it and he walked over and he saw me with my skateboard and he pointed and he's like skateboard and i was like yeah and he's skateboard. like can i hold, hold it so i was like yeah sure i because he's like older guy i could outrun okay. him if he tries to steal it <laughs> that was my thought yeah, so yeah, like yeah. sure so he like like took it and he like kicked around on it for a second and was like nice and then like handed it back that was nice. the first time i talked to him and then uh i was wearing my spider-man sweatshirt another time and he saw me and he's like spider-man hey and so he pointed at it and now he's like if i see him he'll point at me and go spider-man nice yeah so he's Dude, a super okay, sweet that's guy kinda cool I, yeah there's this one guy that i walk by in my commute and he sits on um so like it let's say hypothetically for those of you who know this detail when you're walking down second street he's on the left side of second second street the block before bart and it's the same guy he always has scrubs on like he was just in the hospital. And he always has a like a band on like he was just in the hospital. Yeah. Dreads, this white dude. You mean scrubs or like a hospital gown? You- I guess hospital gown. Okay, Scrubs well, are like what the nurses wear. Well, no, I mean, it kind of is scrubs. Like it's okay. not a hospital gown. Like he's like you can see his butt flapping everywhere. Otherwise, he'd be number one in weekly winners. <laughs> every uh, week. Every week. But I, there was this weird realization that I had where I'm like, I, honestly, there's going to be one point where I walk past this this step that he always is on and I'm not going to see him anymore. And it's kind of this weird, yeah. like I'm not, ex- I'm not going to be the, I'm not going to be the novel. I'm not that kind of person where I'm like going to make a relationship with this dude and see his life. Turn around. I'm not that guy, Yeah. but it is this realization of like, it's very interesting that we have again, quote opportunity to make that weird connection with someone that you wouldn't ever do before. Yeah. But it's kind of cool that you have that opportunity as well. So it was just very interesting, like the people that you run by, like, and they, they, they sit around their area, right? Like yeah. the guy in San Francisco giants hat, like he's, he's here. That's what I think about is I see these homeless people and they're in the same spot all the time. I'm like, why this spot? Why did you choose this spot yeah. to be at all the time? Is it, dude, honestly, isn't that I, weird? I feel like I, I feel like there's gotta be one point where I just gotta like get the gusto to just be like, Hey, let me ask you this. Yeah. You're here every time. Why here? Like, is, did you grow up here or is this just where it happened? 
I'll be honest with you listeners. I don't think I'll ever do that. <laughs> if I'm making a lot of money and there's, <laughs> there's like, there's a reward to it. I just am too scared. I'm not a, I'm not a big enough man yeah. to do it, but it is interesting. And I like, I would love to actually, I, I would love to be able to have that conversation with the dude that sits on the same steps on second street every day. Do it. Why not? Like, I just try. So, what do I do? Like, tell me, Caleb, what do we I do? We need content. <laughs> I just said I need a lot of money. You just said we need a lot of content. No, just do it for the content. <laughs> listen, listen, I don't feel bad for doing it because if you're not doing it, I know you're not doing it. If you're yeah. doing it, talk to us about it. We'll have a conversation. But like, what do I say in that conversation? What does it look like? I don't know. It's a weird, yeah. Uh, there's Whenever I, somebody's like, you got any money you could give me? The, the first thing I always think is, oh, bud, we're all struggling. <laughs> we're all trying to get money hey, I right now. I promise you this much. <laughs> I'm not working this 40-hour hour job just to make it, yeah. just for fun. I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> That's so we're fun. all struggling out here, bud. Um, uh, so and it, that was a good little combo. On for a lighter note, leaders. I saw somebody's ass. <laughs> <laughs> It was uh, six in the morning and I was just trying to go to work and that's too early to see someone's ass. Uh, yeah, that's a little tough. That's a little tough. Yeah. I I don't know. Again, I, we've had this conversation before. I feel like I'm jaded sometimes where I'm like, oh, only a butt? You've only seen a butt today? <laughs> only? I'll say this in, uh, you know, I'll say this online and uh, publicly because I want everyone beautiful city that guy's always out there on his motorcycle i want everyone's uh affirmation and i want them to know that i'm a really good person and that's why i'm gonna say this on here but on sunday me and uh bailey arthur wilder we uh went to he wanted chipotle okay and so we went to the mall there's a chipotle there um because right by the right by the church on sunday yep and uh I was like, you run in, you get us both some Chipotle and come back because I can't find any parking. So he went in and then like pretty much right as he left, I found parking. So I parked and I started walking to the Chipotle and I walked past a McDonald's and there was a... Um, Wait, where was this? The the mall. Is it? Oh, the mall, like the not, actual mall? Yeah, yeah, the actual mall. Stonetown? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, And there's a homeless guy sitting in front of the McDonald's. Yeah. And he had a sign that was like... Hungry. And so sure. I was like, he's right in front of McDonald's. That is so easy for me. Easy. So I bought this guy a little Big Mac. Good meal. for you. And I, yeah, it was nice. Um, so I, and I'm telling you guys this just so you know I'm a really good person. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, because honest <laughs> to God, I never yeah. believe yeah. them. Yeah. I, I, I'll, almost always. Say, I've I seen, won't, I don't want really give people money, but I'll buy them food because like, I don't know food, what they're going to do yeah, with sure, the money. Sure, sure, money sure. could go anywhere, but the food, it's like you're going to eat that. So I got him some food. And uh, right as I walked out of the McDonald's, he looked like he was getting up to leave. And I was like, hey, man, how you doing? Trying to like, you know, I want to get him before he left. Yeah. And I was like, I got you some uh, food here and here's some water. And he was like, oh, thanks so much, man. Like, I was about to go to that dumpster and try to find a, a uh, he said, I was trying to, I was going to the dumpster to find a water cup to drink from. Oh, my goodness. And I was like, I got a water cup right here for you. And so that was super cool. It was good timing. And uh, here's what I know. Um, as far as weekly winners go, guys, it's Caleb. No, 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 no. Weekly no. winners goes hey, to Caleb this I do week. This, I do it for the kids. I do it for the hey, kids. Hey, golly. <laughs> Weekly winners goes to Let me, Caleb. I, just want, I don't do it for the uh, affirmation of others. I just do it so you know I'm a really good person. <laughs> I don't do it for the affirmation of others, but I'm going to tell every single one of these oh, listeners. Oh, yeah. Every time I do something good, you're going to hear about it. <laughs> but here's, my, here's what I was going to say. All right. It made me think because I was like, that was very easy. And not that yeah. I have, oh, so much money in the world i you don't work at a cafe <laughs> i work at a cafe in san francisco carlos said we got to stop saying yeah, the names of people smart. and wisdom. locations but what i was going to say is that it was very easy and yeah, didn't put me out and i did feel you? good about it right and so what i was going to say is i'm going to have a little more of an open eye that's good and maybe you should I think maybe I our should. listeners should go out with an open eye and just be like Somebody needs some food. Yeah, honestly, food. I mean, let's be honest here. You're in front of a McDonald's there. You're like, you it's got so the easy. Guy, hey, four bucks. I mean, you, if you, splur- let's be honest. If you like go nuts, you're going to spend, I don't know what a meal costs at McDonald's. $8 maybe? Yeah. Is that that crazy, right? No. I, 
I can afford eight dollars every yeah, once in a while. Honestly, Caleb, you did well. You thank did you, well. You, you did you, real well you. because I'm like. And I just want all you guys to know that I'm a really good yeah, person. really good person. Because every <laughs> single time that I walk by by the person on Bart, and then they're like, "It'll only if I can just get a dollar from sixty people or whatever." And that'll put me in a hotel room. Here's the sad part: is I can't afford to give everybody money or food. Sure, that's the sad part. And so it's like, I don't know why I picked him specifically. Maybe it was just convenient for me and I'm a selfish person. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. So also there's that. But nonetheless, you did it. Yeah. Well, here's what I know. Um, this episode of The Expressive Boys is brought to you by the Father's House in San Francisco. <laughs> Squarespace. <laughs> Build it beautiful. And we, we, we do an, we're going to be doing a nice little, uh, uh, I don't know what it's called, but basically we're going to be giving yeah, outreach for uh, people. Uh, giving food out to grocery afterwards i wanted to i didn't do it i I don't know why i didn't do it maybe i'm uh, once again selfish sure but i should have like sat down and talked to him or something just like talk i didn't at all okay here's what i know i basically handed him this is is not where the episode this is not where i thought the episode would go but we're having fun listen all you listeners out there and and viewers um, chris brown is a piece of trash chris brown is (laughs) here's advice number one from from the boys chris brown is a piece of trash advice two um Talk to your grandparents. Did you ever like sit down and have a conversation with your grandparents? I tried. She's blatantly racist. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In that circumstance, that's Go a ahead, little sorry. different. No. So I, um, my great, I had a great grandma, which is kind of a rare thing. I, th- yeah. I think. Um, and I think she was like, she was around during the great depression. She was around for the world wars. Yeah. Like she was around for all that. I didn't take advantage of that. I didn't have that. Like, I, just, I don't know what it was, but I just never thought to be like, hey, tell me about that because I'm never going to know what that was like and you lived through it. And I don't think a lot of people now have that opportunity, obviously, since it's a very long time ago. Yeah. Um, but like, what I've learned is, and I'm trying to like take advantage of, I've learned it, but I'm not actually applying it, which is the challenge. And we've just talked about it in the regards to the guy that sits on second street on the stoop. It's like, just have a conversation with people yeah. and just see like, what what what's the harm in that what's the worst thing that could happen if you be like hey man like what what's your story tell me about yourself yeah i think it's just only it's only it's an only selfish thing because the chances of them being like i don't really want to talk about that is going to make you feel weird yeah. and that's what you're afraid of but what if they're like cool someone actually is talking about yeah, this that's this the is a thing. good thing it's kind of maybe maybe i'm I, I can't guarantee maybe on the next episode I'm going to I'm going to have a conversation with this guy that I keep thinking of. Why not though? But maybe. 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 Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Weekly Wieners. Let's jump into the regular podcast, your regularly scheduled program. Dave Chappelle. He came out with a new Netflix special. Came out with a new Netflix episode. Legendary like always. Oh my gosh, he is so good. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care what anyone has to I say. I don't give it, pardon my French. Frick. I don't care that you broke your elbow. <laughs> he is so good at what yeah, he's vulgar for sure. He says some potty 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 language. For name sure. one. Name one. Name one potty language. He does that. But here's what I know. That dude is so good at stand-up comedy. Yeah. It blows my mind. From the second of that new one, uh Sticks and Stones, I think is what his mm-hmm. new Netflix special mm-hmm. is called. It, from the, the the moment that he actually hops onto a mic, he talks about, or he starts doing like his little little song about, um, I don't want to say he s- sings the song because he doesn't do a good job of singing, but he does. He sings the song of uh, 1999 by Prince. And this whole idea of, he, he says a little verse from th- that song, and then he talks about how basically the whole point of the song is it leads to the idea of Anthony Bourdain killed himself. Yeah. And that's like the dude talks. The dude says we net we need to never forget that Anthony Bourdain killed himself. And then he f- makes he makes it funny, but also like puts a very real perspective yeah. on what he's trying to say. And Anthony Bourdain killed himself a year year and a half ago, maybe two at the most. Yeah. Like this is fresh. Maddie, I think it was like a little over a year yeah this is fresh like this is a, a but he still managed manages to find a way to 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 introduce this start off with that. start off meaning the, if you just watched five <laughs> minutes of it you heard that part yeah. <laughs> and he finds a way to introduce this joke into the into his whole line of stand-up um 
but he does it in a way that it's like you're always introspective. Yeah. With any of his punchlines, it's never just a punch. I mean, not never, but like 60% of the time, his punchlines are never just like, oh, that was funny. End of sentence. That was a goofy thing to say. Yeah. That, oh, you're, Dave, you're a nut. <laughs> and, and then you move on to the next one. It's all like 60% of the time. It's always this introspective cultural kind of context that he's bringing to the table where you're like, and that's, I think we've talked about this before, but like the idea of comedy is that you can break that wall down yeah. more than way quicker than any sort of news network can I, or whatever. I forget who said it, but it was something about there's a reason that comedians and rappers are always friends. It's because like they're the ones who are able to break that wall. It's true. I think it's very true. And so uh, tying into the whole idea of what we're been meaning to talk about here. Um, Chris, or excuse me, Monsieur Chappelle. <sighs> Chris Brown's on my mind. Senor uh, Chappelle. He talked about um, Michael Jackson in this stand-up bit. And again, I love this. In the very beginning, he's like, I, I'm not good at impressions, but here's a couple. He did his first one. I don't remember what it was. Funny laugh, whatever. He's like, here's my second one. Oh, uh, duh. If you do anything wrong ever, yeah. duh, I'm going to ruin your life forever. And he was like, who is that? And everyone's like, Trump, Trump. He's like, that's you. <laughs> He's like, that's all legend. of you. And it's so true because it ties into the idea of like, you can't be a celebrity at this point. And we get that as the Espresso Boys. We get Oh, it. we're such big celebrities. Like we said, 200 listeners. We can't get that. We get it. Um, yeah, we're never going to be able to get advertisers once they listen. <laughs> They're going to say 200. <laughs> Do they just say with their Carlos mouths? Bleep 200? out every time we say two hundred and put three million, please. <laughs> Thank you. Here's here's us saying three million. Are three million? Three million. Three million. Three million. Uh, anyways, uh, he talks about Michael Jackson and and how like it's you, he's ten years gone, and this documentary came out on HBO about his uh, alleged touching. If you will. Oh, he touched all of us in our hearts. <laughs> Some of us in other places. He talks again about, I think as I mentioned this earlier in the podcast, uh, Kevin Hart, four tweets away from being perfect. Yeah. But the second he says anything wrong, done, done so. But anyways, I thought it was interesting. So I, um, I watched the uh, stand-up by Dave Chappelle. Completely amazing. Everyone who says it's not is very sensitive and can't handle um, a joke for one or two does is not interested in their ideas being confronted. Yeah. Uh, personal opinion. Uh, and how dare you? And how dare <laughs> personal opinion? <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> uh, but then uh, again, he so he talks about how Michael Jackson. Uh, he watched the documentary from HBO, Escaping Neverland, and uh, talks about talks about that in 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 the way that he would. I don't want to go into detail. Don't want to give me spoilers. So I thought it'd be interesting, Caleb, 10 years after the fact. <laughs> well, let's just start since off by saying so, this. Since it's so fresh. Yeah, yeah, let's just start off by saying this. This is not news, people. This is not and news. If you don't know, Michael Jackson is dead. <laughs> For those of you that did not hear the unfortunate news. I don't want to push you back to 2009, guys. I'm so sorry, but Michael Jackson is dead. And that's what happened. People talk about Michael Jackson's <laughs> death like it's 9-11. They're like, it's where true. were you it's when true. you found out? When you heard about the news. <laughs> um, so, Caleb, I thought it'd be interesting to talk about that. Just, again, in regards to the HBO special that came out this year of Escaping Neverland. And then the fact that Dave Chappelle brought it back up in his stand-up. And now it's getting a little bit of heat for yeah. it and all that stuff. And I do want to say, we did our research. Brandon watched the first episode. <gasps> and I watched it uh, months ago. Yeah, yeah. Because, <laughs> so again, it did come out this year. Yeah, but we're, we're more than prepared. into this year. We're more than prepared. Yeah. Uh, what did you think about that? So, did you watch the stand-up? Yeah. What did you think? Very Just about good. the stand-up. Love Dave Chappelle. He's always the first one to mention things. Yeah, He's yeah, always yeah. the first one. Okay, so I actually want to ask you this. As a guy that's striving towards stand-up uh, stand comedy. Stand-up comedy. Stand-up comedy. Yeah. Uh, what, are you, what are your thoughts on, like, is there, and again, we've talked about this on the show, um, like comedians and cards can coffee. It's really fun to watch that because they dissect and it's not just like stand up comedy is just you telling jokes. It's like, there's a real serious yeah. like structure to it. 
So what do you think about Dave Chappelle as a guy that really like enjoys stand-up comedy? Um, I think he's amazing. Possibly the best of the best ever to live. Um, I think there's one, it's called The Bird Revelation mm-hmm. on Netflix. You should watch it. Um, I've fallen asleep to it many a night. Nice. Because it uh, inspires me. He is a person that, and I don't want to name anyone else to make it sound negative because it's not, but he's a person who doesn't just like tell jokes. Like uh, uh, Jim Gaffigan, love Jim Gaffigan. He just came out with a new special on Amazon Prime. You should all watch it. But his whole thing is um, I want to tell, I want to make you laugh to get you out of like political sure. of getting like political like he never does he never gets political he never really talks about anything like serious it's just like i want to make you laugh yeah. so you can enjoy this moment that you're in right now and that's great and i support that 100 percent, and i agree with him 100 percent. but then there's people like dave Chappelle who's like really makes you think on a different in a different way where it's yeah. like he can say whatever he wants in a very funny way but like i think it's a uh, people like him that really push the conversation of whatever it is that's going on. Yeah, I think um, talking about when he said in his uh, stand-up, talking about abortion, and he's like, I'm pro-life. And he's like, men, as far as I'm concerned, that is not your area of conversation. You don't get to control or choose what a woman does. But women, to be fair, if you get to kill the baby, I don't have to pay for it. like it's this weird it's this weird dichotomy where you're like that was funny but also super personal so made sense yeah 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 everything and i think that's what dave Chappelle does super well where he like he makes everything into the a joke but he doesn't just do it in a way of like 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 jim gaffigan would where it's only a joke yeah (laughs) joked up about it wow you are you crying brandon (laughs) there's three tears going down his face right now but yeah, I think it's super interesting. And so anyways, he talked about um Michael Jackson and this and there's there's so many lines where I'm like I can't believe you said that, but it was so funny. And Brandon and I have different opinions on this one. Okay. Okay. I and we talked about this on the one episode Brandon was not in with uh Braden White and Caden Brown. I didn't listen to that whole episode, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> Is that weird? <laughs> Maybe you should go back. But uh, we talked, Caden was like, Michael Jackson did not touch those kids. And I was yeah, like, yeah. Ah, he touched them. Yeah, yeah, okay. And so I'm still on that trend. I sure. still think Michael Jackson touched some kids a while back. Yeah. Uh, Brandon, apparently, I just learned this does not. Okay, here's And the how dare it. you? <laughs> okay, so here's what I'm going to base it on. So for anyone who hasn't watched the HBO special, Escaping Neverland. And to be clear, Brandon hasn't watched it all either. I've seen one of two <laughs> episodes, so I'm halfway there. I feel like I got a pretty yeah. good stance on it. Here's my questions. Have you seen it both episodes? Yeah. Months ago. Okay, months ago. So, here is my thought on it. We are 10 years after the fact. Mm-hmm. And maybe you know this, maybe Bailey, maybe you know this. I don't know. Did this guy ever speak up beforehand? Was this like a normal thing? There were there were always allegations against him. Sure. Oh, yeah, 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 like It was these two guys that yeah. specifically it's, Oh, you mean those two guys? Did they ever speak up? I'm just wondering, was it to this degree? Like, no, I don't think they ever said anything before. So here's my thing. Ten years after the fact, I, I'm not, I don't know how to say this without being the worst person ever. Yeah. Ten years after the fact, you decide to come up with this conversation, but you say to yourself, you know what? I'm not going to let anyone know about this except HBO. So I'm going to turn this into an HBO special. Mm-hmm. Money is what that looks like to me. Yeah, That's where I get... I, I, I'm not trying to say that Michael Jackson didn't touch these people, right? Yeah. Like, I'm not saying that at all. Touched my heart. <laughs> Dude, honestly, <laughs> and this is really, 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 really bad for me to say. Mm-hmm. I get that. Uh, maybe in, you know, three years from now when we're unbelievably successful so living much in, money oh my gosh so much money just pouring out of our noses uh we'll delete this episode but here's the thing i never laughed more in a documentary as serious as this one when i was actually watching it mm-hmm. because of the amount of times where he was like, here and the problem is 
there's a lot of deep size. <sighs> a lot of those, which first off, you lost me. Okay. I, cause 10 years after the fact, and this is your therapy. Yeah. Like this is where you like, <sighs> wow. It's the first time I'm talking about it. Like this is it for you. It sounds like you're victim blaming Brandon. <laughs> Maybe. Said, what was that kid wearing? <laughs> and I'm not, again, I'm not trying to say that what happened like, I'm not trying to discredit maybe that if Michael Jackson did all this stuff, if it happened, I, I'm not trying to discredit that. But what I'm trying to say is, are, are we going to say that what is happening in this particular moment isn't, there's no alternative motive other than money? Because if it's only based on money, then I don't care about any of it. If it's just for justice, I'm a man of justice. I get it. Yes. Let's get it out there. Let's talk about it. Brandon's the hero that San Francisco needs, this not the one it. that they he, that they deserve. That's exactly right. But Wade Robinson or Robson and uh, I think his name something Safechuck. They didn't make any money from. The yeah, they didn't make. Money. They didn't make a dime from this. They didn't make money from their from HBO the HBO special. That's that's just something that you should state. Okay, so Ooh, Brandon, time out. Like, Pump the brakes. Uh, your boy is right, Brandon. Robson and Safechuck were not compensated for uh, their participation in Leaving Neverland, the documentary. So, again, to confirm, they didn't make anything from this? Okay, honest to God, that changes my perspective. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Live. No, no, no. Right here, live, in the studio. And that Brandon's a man of justice. everything. Because my thought is this. Why would you go, like, if this is just a money thing... You're going to go, why wouldn't you go to HBO? Let they have a this, lot though. of money. Let me ask you this. So 10, uh, 10 years after Michael Jackson died, this is probably what, 30, 30, 25, 35 years after Michael Jackson would have allegedly yeah, touched I guess these so. people yeah, as yeah. kids, right? So there is a, and they talk about it during the documentary, why they didn't come forward right away. First off, they were kids. They didn't realize what was going on. Sure. When they're later as adults, they realized what had happened to them. Um, and even that takes some processing. For them to understand right yeah so they all and they both say they went to therapy for it they like had been in uh i think one of them was married and his wife really encouraged him to go to therapy for this so let's say they both go through therapy they both realize what happened to them and now they want to talk to it talk about it and get it out in the world and hbo comes to them and says we want to make a documentary about it yeah wouldn't you say Oh, yeah, because I want as many people as possible to hear about this. Sure, yeah, no, and again, like, this is a whole new perspective now. I'm, 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 on, I'm on fresh ground, so to speak. Because my, again, and I, can you blame me? Go to HBO to be like, hey, I have this whole new thing. <sighs> I have this whole new thing I want to talk to you about. <laughs> Deep breath. <sighs> like, <laughs> on top, but I will say there has been, and I haven't looked into it too much, there has been some sort of a controversy, not controversy, but a little bit of a news recently since this documentary came out about one of the guys says that he was Michael Jackson's favorite boy. Yeah. Um, and all of a sudden, this new kid named Macaulay Culkin, you sure. may know him from oh, Home Alone yeah. 1 and Home Alone 2, uh, he comes along and now since he's uh, younger and more the age Michael Jackson prefers, sure. he becomes Michael Jackson's new favorite boy and this kid kind of gets pushed out. And that's what he said during the documentary. But then it later came out that Macaulay Culkin was actually older than this guy. And so maybe he was lying about it is what people are saying. I think yeah. maybe he was just no, mistaken. Okay. And like, here's the thing. I think the, uh, the big thing there is like, I guess my question now, okay, again, honest, honestly, you, you got me right here. I'm happy to admit, like, if they gain nothing from HBO, perfect. You're going to watch a, this with a whole new perspective. That's a whole wrong. new perspective, for sure. Those deep sides are going to have meaning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, are you going to stop listening to Michael Jackson? And here's, here's the thought I had earlier. I was at work. And I want to I say this right now. That was neither a yes or a no. Uh, I'm getting to that. <laughs> <laughs> and my final answer will still never be a yes or no. But I was at work. And we have our Pandora station going. I believe it was the Bee Gees. And a Michael Jackson song came on. And uh, I thought to myself, this is a good song. So with that, if I was at work and a Chris Brown song came on, would I think the same thing? 
am I hypocritical for thinking differently of Michael Jackson, even though I believe he did these things? Do, is That's there what ever I'm, a Chris Brown song where you're like, this is a good song? Some bops, dude. Does he? I don't I'm know. I'm not going to lie, dude. He could dance. <laughs> he could dance. He could sing. Oh, no. Caleb. I don't listen. That's a... Yeah. Here's what I was going to say, is that I will never, I I don't know if I would ever search out Chris Brown, but would I search out Michael Jackson? Probably. Maybe. And am I I wrong for that? Probably. Is there some kind of hypocrisy in that? Maybe. In the words of Dave Chappelle. Uh, I mean. (laughs) Kind of. (laughs) So I'm trying to think about this. uh, I'm trying to figure all this out. I don't know. I think it's a weird one, man. I think it's, I think it's super weird. And again, coming uh, coming from the context of like this guy didn't make anything off of that that's that's honest and that's fair and that's my concern in the beginning was like oh boy would i make up all the best or if hbo came to me and said i want to give you a lot of money what do you want me to say we've said it before and we'll say it again we're trying to sell out we hard. will sell out so fast the espresso boys got touched like no problem <laughs> a couple of touch boy espresso boys over here but basically, like, if you got, yeah, like, I'm I'm on board. I'm on the same train of, like, I don't know. I, I just think, yeah. So, again, coming from the context of the fact that this is someone who didn't make any money from it, that was my biggest thing. Yeah. Because these guys saying, like, <gasps> deep breath, saying, oh, this is what I did, went through. This is all the stuff I went through. I, I, I can't. And also, to be, on, to be completely clear, and I don't know this for sure, I'd assume, they may have not made money from HBO, but I'm sure they had plenty of interviews afterwards where they did make money. Yeah, and like, let's be honest here. If we're we're basing off Macaulay Culkin and this guy, based on this guy, he's doing st- strictly on appearance. He's doing far better than Macaulay Culkin has ever done. No, <laughs> so I'm just saying he's doing all right. No, but I think um, it's an interesting documentary. I my 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 thought is this though: like, what do we what do we what are we accomplishing here? Like, what's, what do we get? So, yes, this happened. So, Michael Jackson did yeah. all these completely horrible and terrible things. What then? Yeah, that's the weird thing. You is know what that I mean? He's, uh, and I'm sorry if you didn't hear the news, but he died about he's 10 dead. years he's ago. Dead. 10 years ago. And so ago. it's like, if he did do these things, and we just now figured out and everybody in the world believes it, so what? <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Like, again, not trying to be like, unsensitive to the the situation but that's kind of the reality like got it still go to any wedding ever and there's definitely at least three michael jackson songs that are going to be going to stop playing bro and that's like the i don't know i think there's a weird we could we can keep going here how long are we we're at 55 minutes oh god we got to stop yeah in conclusion michael that michael jackson definitely touched those kids (laughs) in conclusion michael jackson has a lot of really great songs yeah um, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Express Boys podcast. We love you. We appreciate you. God bless.